0: Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbee. This evening, we have a special guest, Mr. George P. Brooks.
1: Okay, you're on the air. Good evening. Good evening. Hope everybody is fine. Name is George P. Brooks, CEO and founder of Meta Association. What we are, we are a nonprofit, and we focus on black male mental health, but also all black mental health. We fight recidivism, and we also promote healthy fatherhood. Uh, we're active in the community. I'm a public speaker, uh, part-time actor, writer, producer, uh, sort of a jack-of-all-trades. So if you're interested in collaborating with me or my nonprofit, you can reach me at 901 631 Once again, George P. Brooks, and glad to be here this evening. So thank you.
0: Okay, so uh, what else you want to like to share with my um, listeners? You got
1: 30 minutes. Right. Well, uh, what I want to do is kind of have a discussion about um, you know, us really addressing our mental health as a black as a as a people. Um for generations and centuries, black people have never addressed our mental or emotional health. And I feel that since the pandemic and since things are occur, have occurred in our society, uh it's time for us to finally address those so we can take our rightful place in society as leaders, as trendsetters, as 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 as, as rulers of industry that, that I feel like we are entitled to that I feel like we deserve, and I feel like we are capable of. But the first step to ending the strike between Black men and Black women, uh, the beginning part to really improving our communities, to helping our children, to keeping us from dying in the streets is to deal with that thing that is that mental and emotional health. Uh, that one thing that many of us as Black men feel as though is a weakness to admit that you have an issue with. We gotta change our way of thinking. Because we, we are thinking the way the enemy has prescribed that we think uh, we are thinking the way that they have indoctrinated us to think like and all it does is call divisiveness and death in our communities. Um, a lot of the tactics that that those that would aim to oppress us has views started in slavery. And they were instilled in order to divide the family, to divide the family structure of the black man, in order to break down our society, our mental health and how we get along. And now that we are aware of these things, there's no reason why we should continue to do them. Uh, we as a people got to get over this crab in a bucket mentality. Uh, one of us starts to climb up. We got five of us trying to pull us down. Why? Who does that help? All it does is keep you in bondage, uh, whether it be a figurative and sometimes a literal one. So we, we really need to start to address these things. Or else our, our, our race will be extinct, uh, especially black men. Uh, we need to try to deal with these things now for ourselves, for our children, and so that we can help and benefit the rest of the world and our brothers and sisters of all races. But right now we're a sick society. Black society is sick. We're ill. And until we start to heal ourselves, all we're going to do is just continue to waste away, with away and down the vine.
0: Okay, I agree, one hundred percent. I just did a podcast about that today. Mm-hmm. Earlier, uh, actually, that's what I talk about. I promoted my revised book. You know, mm-hmm. uh, again, the name of my book is "The Solution for Black America: Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban ghettos in America, Second Edition."
1: Right. Except,
0: I, uh, I have a term for for uh, our um, issue that we face, and that mm-hmm. is that Willie Lynch mentality, right? You know right. that's what I call it in my uh, book, and also from personal experience, uh, I've been pushing my vision and plan to help um, our people um, here in the city of Chicago for the past 32 years. Right. And I hate to tell you this, my brother, but I'm still I have little to no support.
1: Right. And I'm originally I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee. I hear I mean, you. I'm straight out of South Memphis. I grew there 40 years. Grew up there 40 years, and you don't get support. But
0: but my thing is, I'm not gonna sit up here and let that phase me. This right. is how I created my platform because I want mm-hmm. I want to uh my message to be heard loud and clear to those who will heed to what I'm trying to say. Um now what I've wrote in my revised book, you know, a lot of those things are coming to pass. Uh, for example, you know, I was saying that, you know, all these other groups, you know, they're on code. Black people don't have a code, but what i'm selling in my revised book i'm selling knowledge and i'm selling um a code all the principles in my revised book that is the code Mm -hmm. and um what makes my uh business different than other black organizations is that we're going to raise the bar over here uh the name of my business is the grassroots community activist institute of chicago Our mission is to help eradicate urban violence in Chicago through art, culture, commerce, spiritual development, as well as hosting African tours. We're going to visit 10 African nations. Each African nation that we visit, we're going to set up local chapters. So that way we can do international trade with our brothers and sisters on the continent. In this business, we're going to heal from that Willie Lynch mentality.
1: Right.
0: We're going to heal from that. How are we going to heal? We're going to separate ourselves from these off-cold Negroes within our uh, Black society. Um, Those are, I would say, hardened criminals, uh, urban terrorists, pedophiles, degenerates. The people that just basically want to bring down our racial group. And they're being promoted, you know, in, uh, I would say, the music industry, uh, in films, because that's what the white supremacist financial elites want to give that delusion um, that, you know, this is how black society is. And that's what, right. quote unquote, real um, black people are. Right. And that's a lie. That's why I'm trying my, even though uh, it's a struggle. Like I said, I've been pushing my vision for the past 32 years. Right. Um, I got a revised book out here and it's barely selling. I have a virtual store where I'm trying to sell uh, items. That's barely selling. And so I'm like, dad, what more can I do? You know, so I'm trying to turn my my story into a film. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive for our racial group here in America. Right. before I couldn't run, because uh, this is a mission that has to be um, fulfilled, um, and I'm going to do my best to make that happen. And so I'm reaching out to African immigrants here within the United States of America um, from 10 African nations, and they are as follows. South Africa Kenya Ethiopia Tanzania Uganda Angolia Liberia Ivory Coast Ghana and Nigeria right so I want those brothers and sisters that's already here in the United States um I want them to first um read my story because I, I need people to understand what this is all about I can't say all of this um within um I would say an hour or two like that. Mm they're gonna have to read my story for themselves. right? And so they'll know what this is all about. Uh, Again, um, I just want to connect with other like-minded black people and like-minded Africans that want more out of life. Um, We're gonna build this organization together. Um, First, um, the proceeds from the film, that's gonna put me in a better position financially so that I can hire qualified black middle-class professionals, uh, African immigrants here in America, Mm-hmm. And for us to um, build this business together, starting here in the city of Chicago, um, and make our presence known right. in the um, low-income African-American community, starting from where I used to live on the west side. We're going to cover Austin, Garfield Park, and North Mondale, and then eventually expand to the south side of Chicago. We want to make Chicago a model for other hopefully for other cities throughout the United States of America, for um, our people to, you know, go on ahead and embrace this vision that I have.
1: Right. And one thing we, we have to do, we have to espouse a a sentiment of black entrepreneurship. Of course. Uh, we, 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 have to, we have to really try to get things in place where we can foster black people owning their own businesses. It's my hope that in one day in every major city, there's a thriving black financial district in every city. Amen. Uh, it, it's my hope that that we have our own economic independence uh, in our own communities. I feel like things like integration actually hurt us. Of course. Uh, it didn't put us in a better position. No, it didn't. Uh, we we, we thought we felt that as though access meant equality. And it didn't uh, just because we can drink from the same water fountain didn't mean that we were given the four or for the same opportunities or, or and things like that. So while I'm not a separatist at all. Uh, While I'm not one who is an elitist at all, now while I'm not one who 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 has any issue with any other race or culture, whether they are if they're smart enough to come in our communities and build businesses and thrive and take that back to their to their communities, more power to them. We can't get mad because we should have been doing the same stuff. Yes, we haven't. So why why get mad at the Korean gentleman who works hard every day in his neighborhood? Or the gentleman, the, the 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 Arab gentleman who has a store in the community, who really is, you know, working hard every day. Why should we get mad when we could do that ourselves? But yet we'd rather spend money on, on rims, tennis shoes, liquor, and women than taking that money, and investing it, in starting a business in our own neighborhoods to employ ourselves, to feed ourselves. And that's what, what I'm trying it. to do. That's what I'm trying to build. Over- right. Like I said, I've been overlooked for 32
0: years. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. up? You know Right. It like, is, anyway, my thing is, that's how come once we get it established here, I'm turning it over to the people that I'm going to put in place and take in my business
1: to Africa. Right. Right. So and I do, a lot is, of speaking, I do a lot of speaking with, with people in Nigeria. I have business contacts over there. No. And, and one thing I'm planning on producing a documentary uh, over there in, a, in about a year or so. OK, cool. Uh, health and things like this. So I have links over there and I feel as though it is important that we that we do. Uh, we solidify our links to the motherland socially, uh, technologically, economically, and group and with our brothers and sisters over there, also to try to make our lives in both countries better. That's uh, right. There's a tremendous uh, resource, there's some synergy there. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me, we do not have to be dependent on white men. We don't have I, the white man is not our enemy, we are our enemies, individuals. Your only enemy, your only competition in life is yourself. Once we get over that trauma-induced, victimized, pussified thinking of thinking, well, yeah, it's always somebody else and look into ourselves as individuals, especially as black men and deal with our own stuff, it'll get better. So what I don't wanna promote is the notion of a victimized way of thinking because once you think like a victim, it, it impedes your ability to act like a hero. So we have to keep that on the forefront. We can't worry about, I mean, while we have to address the effects of slavery, well, we have to address the effects of, of institutional racism and be honest about it and find ways to counteract it. They're not going to go away. They're not going to go away. So we, we we can't let that, you know, uh, uh, hamstring us in terms of what we do and how we act. We can't be afraid to act or go for that business loan because you have the attitude where they ain't going to give it to a black man. You still have to try. You still have to strive. You still have to go. And a lot of times we as people get get so wound up into thinking that whatever we ask for, it'll be a No. No. World's not like that. You gotta keep fighting. You gotta keep you gotta keep fighting. You gotta keep trying. And it's time for us black people to do it. Because here's the thing: like you said with your book, you don't get a lot of support when you post positive videos, do you? No, I don't. But if you post a girl up to you're you go get thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of views, and I'm and not so, going out there that way neither. So I'm staying. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't subscribe to that either. But the, that's the thing: we have to keep finding ways to 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 reach that audience and to get attention. And if that means being controversial without it being contrived, and what I mean by that is saying things that people maybe not, maybe don't feel comfortable hearing, but if it's the truth, we have to do that. We have to trumpet that. Because right now social media is becoming a microcosm for our country. And we're seeing a lot of trash thinking. We're seeing a lot of junk food uh, ingestion of social media, but people don't want to eat what's good for them.
0: That's because right. it's
1: boring. His thing that's what keeps you alive. Yeah. So a lot of the message that we'll be espousing about black enterprise, um, um spirituality, uh living the right let's try to live the right way, trying to build our communities instead of tearing them down, it's gonna fall on their fears sometimes. And people will hear us, but they won't necessarily listen until it hits home to them. That's the thing. If you're not affected by something, you're typically not gonna respond to it. Yeah, I do want to mention uh my business is gonna
0: um be is going to have eight main com- sorry nine main components um a social service component a spiritual component which will be optional for secular people cuz right. we're not going to be beating people up the side of the head. Right. you got to be saved and all that stuff I mean,
1: you ain't got to do that cuz this, yeah.
0: this, this is not my business is not the church right you know I'm going beyond the four walls of the church right. cuz religion
1: and spirituality aren't the same thing i got you religion, um, is, religion is a is a particular dogma it's draconian spirituality yeah. can accomplish whatever whatever you got to have for yourself so i'm not i'm not even though i consider myself a christian i'm not a purveyor of any particular reason religion but had your spirituality have something you believe in either even the atheist can be spiritual so i'm right. all for it
0: mm-hmm. we're going to have a, a political component and teach our people you know, the importance about politics, the ins and outs, because our people have been um, voting off coal for 60
1: years. Yeah, we've been voting so for Democrats. Political party. Yeah, we, we've been sucking up to the tit of the Democrats and they ain't doing us a damn bit of good.
0: That's right. Lawyer.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying we should all, you know, be Trump 2024, but the thing is that that old adage of black folks voting along party lines has not served us well. We need to vote for who represents our individual interests and one election. It may be a Democrat. Then the very next one, it may be a Republican. But you vote according to your interests, not according to what what society says you should. Because exactly. has voting for Democrats really benefited us? And also I say um, vote for
0: the policy that's going to benefit, you know, our, our, our people. But what what we promote over here, you know, on my channel is we promote um, lineage-based cash payment reparations for descendants of American slaves and right, right. A anti-Black hate crime bill. That's what I'm trying to get you know our people to think like that. Right. You know, a long time don't... ago they've been laughing at me and all that kind of stuff, but now since these um, I would say since um, the Biden administration uh, has opened up the floodgates for these, you know, for the borders, now these immigrants are coming over here, illegally
1: immigrants, and they're going to take up resources. Yeah, and resources that we, frankly, while we have them, they aren't allocated for us. Those resources are meant for us because, you know, as far as the reparations talk, you know, we have to be, We, 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 we I don't think we'll ever get reparations like we deserve. I think we should be open to alternatives for reparations in terms of a cash payment, because I don't think that's going to happen. But we, we we have to have these discussions to go to the government and make proposals, viable proposals in terms of reparations, if, if this ever to happen. But for that to happen, we have to first be unified. We have to first have a common voice if or, or at least less dissenting voices to where some singularity can be heard and some objectivity can be attained and some clarity can be amassed. So we got a lot of work to do as a people, but shows like this and your film and your book are going to help us hopefully get to that point, and 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 add to um, a sense of like I said, black enterprise, black independence, black black free thinking, uh, free discussion, free exchange of ideas, like other races and cultures that are that they are able to do, and which is the reason they're able to prosper. You saw how quick uh, the Asian community got their hate crime bill paid. Of course why because they were organized even though they have dissenting the views they're not a monolith but yet and still they can have dissenting voices and yet still unify for something that works for the common good of their people and for some reason we can't continue to do that we're too worried about td jakes and puffy td jakes and puffy got their money they really are concern. we need to be worried about what's going on in our own homes and what's next door to us yeah i agree we're going
0: to have an entrepreneur component where we're going to teach our members and students how to create their own uh, non-profits as well as for-profit businesses. Right. We're going to have an entertainment component where we want to promote Black empowerment films. Right. Um, we're going to have a Black grassroots media component, and sort of it's sort of like uh, what I'm doing now with this, but mm-hmm. we're going to own it and control it. Right. Now uh, we're going to have a health and wellness component,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a science and technology components. And finally, we're going to have a travel and tourism components.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I'm trying to do, my brother. Right. And we need things like that. And, we, and the thing is, you know, I don't, I don't want us to get into the mindset of saying we, we should have had this 40 years ago. You, you get things on God's time. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's, it's time for us as a people, as the diaspora of black people. To finally start working toward those things, yeah, we we we've been a little bit behind the curve. We we've, we've had things to deal with that other cultures and other other, other races have not had to deal with that are, that are unique to us. But you know, I feel like it's getting to the point now. Where we we're beginning to use a lot of that as an excuse and as an albatross and it's doing nothing it by holding us back, uh, especially our, our in terms of relationships between men and women. And we have to get back to ourselves and who we are, not only as Black people but as individuals. We are not a monolith. We do not all think alike. We do not all believe alike. We do not all all live alike. But there needs to be some common things in which even though we do have divergent views and we do have differing opinions on so many things as a people that hopefully we can find those threads to link us together in order to make sure that our race is OK and to make sure that other races is OK. So that's what the Asians were able to do with the their hate crime bill. Um, so why can we not do the same, or even though we're not doing that same way yet, how can we get to the point where we can facilitate those things for ourselves?
0: Okay, great. Great. I want to ask you now, you say you're an author, correct? Are you published? I'm, I'm, I'm not published.
1: I've written some articles and things like that, but I'm actually working on my book and okay. it should be out hopefully by the end of summer of this year. So, okay, good. I want you to come back on here and promote that on here.
0: Oh, Definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm about. You know, I'm not just on here trying to sell my stuff. I want to right. be a blessing to everybody that's on my friends list.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah.
0: That. yeah. Uh, we still got some time, you know. Do you, you have oh, anything else you want to say?
1: Oh, man. I, I think, you know, as a people, not just black people, but all people, we really got to get to where we treat each other better on an individual level. Uh, I, I think social media has made us self-centered. Uh, it's given us a false sense of importance. It's given us a, a sense that while we all have feelings and opinions, they don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. I mean, you posting a meme doesn't do anything to facilitate any change in the world. It's your action. If you feel passionate about something, volunteer for their cause, donate to their cause, interact with their cause, support your nonprofits. The pandemic kicked our butts. And, and me running a nonprofit, I survived the pandemic. I survived the subsequent uh, recession. But we, you know, we, we need donations. Uh, my nonprofit works in the Black community. It works in every community. Uh, But we have a cash app uh, for taking donations at Dollar Sign Meta, M-E-T-T-A Association. We need support to keep these programs coming. And in order to do the work, because what I'm beginning to see is a trend, whereas we should be relying less on the government for social programs um, and rely more so on our nonprofits. I I don't even think we should necessarily rely on the church so much. But our nonprofits and these social programs and things that people in our communities are building uh, need to be funded through donations and through grants, because the people doing the work are are the ones that are on the front lines. I live with a mental illness. I, I, I've, I've raised a son with a mental illness. I've grown up with it. I went through a 10-year cocaine addiction. I'm well-suited or as well-suited to do this work as anyone. Uh, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with a bureaucrat or someone in the government uh, allocating resources to someone that's going through addiction when I've been through it. I know what they need. I know better than than, than than that person. So we have to get to where we're putting the best people in, in positions to do those things that need to be done and not worry about nepotism and not worry about who knows who and get away from the cliques and start putting the best people in the best positions to help lead us as a people.
0: Okay, cool. I, I uh, totally agree with where you're coming from. Right. Now, if you don't mind, what, um, what state
1: are you in? I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee, but I live in Dallas, Texas. Oh, okay, Texas. I've been here about five and a half, six years almost. Okay, okay. All right, all right. I have have extreme love for both cities. I'm doing my best to help my hometown of Memphis and help Dallas, but I got enough love and and energy to help other cities. So I, I, I definitely feel as though I could be of help to people in Chicago. I'm trying to help people in the UK. I'm trying to help people in Africa. I'm just trying to help as many people in as many societies, neighborhoods, and and black people and white people as I can. I got
0: you. I got you. No problem. No problem with that. And I know since you're in Texas, you are already, I guess, um, you know, you witnessing, you know, the migrant crisis down there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. And 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 my 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 feeling on that is that. <sighs> We need to secure our borders Of course. All sides. Of course. Here's the thing: instead of of, of 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 stigmatizing immigration, instead of let us use this to make an opportunity to create jobs in our country by creating a system where people can come in legally of course. and cut the west side a lot of the red tape mm-hmm. that takes their 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 asylum uh, status into consideration, that takes their safety, their health into consideration. Get them documented. Get them on the tax roll so they can pay into the system. That mm-hmm. way, if they if, if 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 they do need resources, at least there's some reciprocity there for us. Where we're not breaking ourselves to take care of people. Um, this this create a way a clearinghouse. You know, instead of building building a wall. Let's build centers where people can come to. I want to come into the country, um, find out who you are, uh, screen you, find out who you are, and 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 make it in a way where it's human, where it's humanitarian, where it's people-centric, where it's people-focused instead of this this policy of just close the borders, shut down the borders, because we are all descendants of immigrants, forced or voluntary. And if, you, if you're not a Native American, you are the children of the immigrants. So there is no, this is my country. No, we stole this country. Christopher Columbus didn't discover anything. If I walk into your house, my friend, if I come to your house and you sit there having dinner, and I come in, I cannot say I discovered your house. No, I broke in on you. I did a home invasion. That's all Columbus did, it was a country invasion. So we have to get ourselves thinking about, right about how we view other people. Now to call people illegal immigrants, that's sort of dehumanizing. The They're just undocumented because we, 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 we haven't done what we supposed to do as a country to make sure people can come in. And that don't mean everybody's gonna get in. That's not what that means. But at least we have a system in place where we can create some jobs, we can make it into a, an economy, but you know, you got those in power. Don't want any brown people in because they take the jobs that we typically don't want to take. It's such a complicated thing. But until we get to where we start seeing people as human and reacting as such, by the fact that you know people are going to come over here illegally, create a system where they can come over here legally, that you can that you can create tax revenue off of, that you can use to build infrastructure off of, that's safe for people. But people profit off misery. You know what I'm saying? That's why they demonize us because when they demonize us as black men, they sell more guns, they sell more security systems, they they build more prisons. It's all exploitive. If we stop, stop, stop trying to exploit people for, for negative things and try to exploit the, the positivity and the things that we have in common, we'll find we have a much better economy and a much better society.
0: Great, great,
1: great. great.
0: All right. Well, uh I I have ran out of things to say.
1: Right. I mean, do you have any specific questions you'd like to ask me? I really don't. It's just, when can we get started? When, when, what, 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 what is going to be the next step in unifying us as a people? Because I I do a lot of appearances. I do a lot of public speaking. If you need me to come out and and speak publicly with your organization, with your church, nonprofit, school, whatever, you can reach me at 901-631-4300. We also hold workshops. We also hold uh, classes, seminars. I also do acting. I do public speaking. I do writing. So anything that you may want to collaborate on, you can reach me at 901 631 4300.
0: Okay, let me ask you this before um, we um, wrap up Do you have a Pacific website?
1: Yes, we have a met website. It's meta, M E T T A association.org. It's under construction. It should be up within the next seven to ten days. Mm. But you can email me at G Brooks, that's G B R O O K S, at meta That's M-E-T-T-A association.org. And like I said, you can shoot me a text or call me at 901 631 4300. Uh, We can come out if you have a a webinar, seminar, anything where you feel as though me and my nonprofit can be a benefit to you. I'm also doing some things politically. I'll be the campaign manager for Kendall Richardson, who's running for mayor of Dallas. Um, I was just the campaign manager for my friend in Memphis, Damon Curry Morris. Uh, So I've got my hat and got my hand in many, many hats because I'm trying to do as much as I can to benefit my community. And uh, and, and sometimes you have to, to do many things. Uh, I'm trying to attain things for myself and sometimes you have to do things you never done to get what you never had. And that's an attitude that we really need to stress to our community so we don't get stuck doing the same things that aren't working for us. I got you. Really
0: important. All right. Well, we're going to, um, that's going to conclude our show for this evening. Thank you all for listening. Again, uh, i encourage all of my listeners to please support my um, my revised book by reading my story. And um, support our film project. I'm going to have those links in the uh, comment section below this video podcast. Thank you all, and, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Um, peace and blessings. And that's going to conclude.